2: I think let's 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 be fair, it shows for all Seb's of oh, Paul's time, for all Seb's pissing and moaning that we don't actually like him, it shows how highly <laughs> we regard him as a friend in the fact that we don't just cut him some slack because it's his birthday, we're still gonna take the piss out of him, doesn't matter what day or the week it is. That is a for my for me and Vinny, that's a true sign of friendship, Seb.
0: Yeah, that's you it. fucking rat. Yeah Light <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your candle, you rat. Welcome to the twenty seven club bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no. Oh. It's okay. not bullying. All Please, right. people of the internet,
2: Seb's only joking when he says we're not friends. We're not, we're not bullying him much. <laughs> Hello, everyone across the world. Welcome goats the show where each week myself and vinny relentlessly bully seb for not being as good as friend as we are to each other
1: yes Yes. we
2: also pick the best one out of a bunch of shit and we just like (laughs) pick a topic and one of us is like yo this is the best one that and the other one's like yo i i think you're both wrong but okay fuck it one of you's right
1: (laughs) anyway if that sounds great vinny vinny quick question mate love your life right you meet them right out and about in the club right but when they mm. reach male or female i don't know what you're up to but when they reach the point of climax they just go like this oh with that face
0: <laughs> uh i would i would love them even more
2: you've find it my endearing for that <laughs>
1: <laughs> why well, just so important okay <laughs>
2: well if you're liking the start of this extremely professional podcast go and follow us on all our socials links in the description and also make sure that you give us all your money on our patreon donate it there so we can buy more crack um without out of the way what's been going on with you two fucking gazers um yes Seb?
0: it's my birthday today
2: and Josephine, <laughs> happy birthday, best friend.
0: Thank you. Thank you, best friend.
2: <laughs> Absolutely no get fun, mate. You it's, know,
0: it was, it's crazy. I found out today I was born on the same day as Julian Alvarez. Fuck Isn't off. Isn't that crazy? Stop. You just scored. Stop, Stop stealing my birthday. not as good as Diego's It's shot.
1: my birthday.
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. It's not happy my birthday, birthday. It's your Seb. birthday, Sebbeck. Happy Goats, birthday, mate. Goats,
2: gangs, wish Sebbeck. Happy birthday. He's a big boy now. He's 27.
1: 37. Twenty-seven, <laughs> perfect year to die, isn't
2: it? Oh, I know. Good, I made it, it through. I actually didn't die at twenty-seven, which is probably
1: well. As long as one of us, I'm the last one who can do it. Oh yeah, mate, gone. Um. Well, t- <laughs> go on should i pin myself just for the vibes yeah. um nah, no nah, it'd probably be a bit weird wouldn't it i reckon that's yeah. one of them jokes that would be funny for a minute but it would wear off
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh he's actually dead oh oh, oh. no right
1: <laughs> but yeah obviously it's my birthday today um and this weekend i went to this very nice restaurant loose took me to this place called sketch in london which is like a sort of it's just a very fancy, cool restaurant that do like a got a vegan cream tea. I'm not a vegan. Stop air quotes in cool, Michael. It was a cool.
2: vegan cream tea.
1: Yeah, because I can't eat dairy, can I? So it's a real luxury for me to be able to have a cream tea. My I was very just
2: poor... to... no, I was taking a piss because I was like, "What's vegan in a fucking cream tea? Water, the cream, like, I the like, cream."
1: Yeah, <laughs> the I know, cream. I don't think about <laughs> these things. Anyway, <laughs> it was all very arty, right? And cool. And it's like mm. a bit of a vibe and everything's kind of like, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, are you, are you being a vibe? Like to like the weight stuff and that you're like, are you being weird?
2: Are you being a part? Like are you playing? Is it, are
1: you like whole... a bit? Is this like a bit? Anyway, the point was about halfway through, I uh, I was like, I've eaten like the thing with one of these like multi-course meals is, is that rich people don't eat all of it. But I'm not mm. a rich person. So I'm just like, well, there's 16 cakes on the cake rack. I'm obviously going to eat every oh, yeah, single yeah. one. I'm not yeah. fucking stupid, am I? What do I look like? <laughs> like, come on. Do
2: I look like a mug?
1: <laughs> yeah, do I look like a mug? Like, the missus is paying for this. I'm going to get every fucking penny worth. <laughs> yeah. So about halfway through, I start needing a shit. <laughs> and I opened the d- <laughs> of course <laughs> how does that make sense your food doesn't like, still, like you eat a massive meal like fucking it
0: pushes it pushes everything down I sometimes feel you like, gotta yeah. make room
1: sometimes you gotta make room anyway <laughs> right. so I opened the doors to the toilets and I'm just gonna send you the video of what I've seen cause I literally I opened the door into the toilets, and I I just stood just in bewilderment for a second I'm gonna send right. it on the whatsapp check this shit out okay this is either gonna be
2: quite placid or quite horrendous
0: do i have your permission to play it on the vod
1: yeah of course yeah go for it
0: right here it is on the vod boys
2: so you're already in the bog at this point
1: no no i've just opened the doors into the bathroom
2: where's the toilet
1: well you're gonna find out
2: what the hell is this place mate fuck that what the fuck? Mate, I'm more shitting in a in a <laughs> tube. What is you're more shitting in an
0: egg? What?
2: Nah, that's too far. How nuts <laughs> is that? It's like
1: well, something that's...
0: from a um Wes Anderson film
1: yeah I literally I I said to Luce I came back and I was like I just went for a Stanley Kubrick shit and she yeah, was like what yeah. and I was like Luce you've got to go in there yeah. and then she like walked in and then like I saw her do the same thing where she like opened the door and just stood with the doors open because the women's cubicle was just a trough <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, no, what the fuck are you going to do that But no, because like, obviously it just opens up these massive gold doors and like it's enormous like it's so much bigger this huge room full of eggs like I thought it was just going to be like the fucking like the toilets of spoons and I'm like there's like a fucking coliseum in it full of eggs full of shit and I'm that like what nuts. the fuck so yeah, you go that. in
2: there close the door you get cryogenically frozen
1: honestly I thought my poo was going to like talk to me or something it was mad <laughs> also that's too much for me the second time i went in there i had this really weird moment and i had to come back and this is what i mean by center like is it part of the part of the experience i came back to Luce and i was like when you went in there was there a french maid bending over showing her knickers and Luce was like no and i was like <laughs> i don't know if i just imagined it but when i went in there was a woman dressed in like an old-fashioned french maid outfit bent over like something from a pinup poster dusting the bottom step and showing me her bottom and knickers and she was like what and i was like i don't know i i just opened the doors and it was there not in that was the first time the second time i went in because i I wanted to make the (laughs) most of it went for a wee and i was like what the fuck is going on and i was just like and i opened the doors went like oh sorry and she just was like oh uh, no problem and she like spoke in a french accent i was like what the <laughs> fuck is going on i like, walked upstairs and went for a wee and felt really weird and i uh, fuck you not when i came back down she was gone
2: Maybe maybe you're schizophrenic i honestly <laughs> think
1: <laughs> this is if if i go wrong you need to clip this and send it to my therapist because there could okay. be someone in here like yeah. that is weird isn't it
2: well yeah uh, i think yeah I reckon it's probably just one... I don't reckon it's a bit. I reckon it's just they have weird people working out that just don't give a fuck and they're kind of... Weird attracts weird, don't it? If you walk yeah, into... A, if me and you walked in for a job application and they were like, "Is the toilets you're going to be cleaning, you'd be like, no, I'm fucking not. Like, that's this place is nuts. But if, if you're a weirdo, you're like, yeah, I'll clean the eggs and my knickers and my main outfit. No problem. If you're French, know. yeah. And if you're French, that's what French people do, is it? i like, give a fuck, you know? <laughs> they clean weird bathrooms. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that is the French, isn't it? Down to a T. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this week, we are talking about the goat artistic movement. Mm-hmm. And this is a subject that I literally know nothing about. And so I'm hosting great. But <laughs> because I know nothing i'm not joking fuck all sweet fa nothing about this subject i had to do a bit of research on it and obviously i got bored so i just decided to do things a little bit differently and kind of take over the podcast so i hope you two are prepared okay here it comes i thought we should have a debate not about art because that's fucking boring But about a question that I'm very invested in, and I know that you both probably have differing opinions on, so it will create a good debate. Hmm. The question is, this is a big one. Is XG a worthwhile stat in football? I want to know if you guys think that it's important to consider XG when looking at attacking players in modern football. Or... Or (laughs) Is it just some extra nonsense stat that, realistically, we don't need to pay too much attention to because, like, you know, you can just look at the tangibles? Personally, I'm a massive nerd, so I think that it's a very important measurement of what you can, you know, you can't see and what you can't actually quantify. But then it can show areas of improvement or even areas where players or teams are massively overperforming or running hot and it gives credible evidence to say this team or player is probably not as good as you think they are or not as good as the tangible stats suggest, you know, where they are on the table or they're better than where it suggests. You know, you can back that up with proper evidence to indicate, but I don't know, who wants to go first? What do I know? Wait, where are you going with this? (laughs) That's it. I was like, fuck art, it's boring. Let's just talk about XG. I mean,
1: it's an interesting question because I was actually thinking about this on my phone. Nah, no, I'm ride. joking. I'm oh. joking. I wish I
2: I wish I wish wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> nah, for real. Like, pff, right, let's... Get ready to be, be just... bored,
0: listeners. This host doesn't I... <laughs>
2: care about this topic. We're all bored here. No, You're going to be me. bored. I was just skirting around because I was like, look, I don't know nothing <sighs> about... It. Can I? I just want to talk about football, but now I've got it off my chest. We'll talk about art. What is an art movement? Well, according to Wikipedia, because I don't know, it is a tendency or style in art with a specific artistic philosophy or goal. Modern art, don't know. Expressionism, uh, impressionism, really don't know. Renaissance, I know what that is. It's like DiCaprio and shit, isn't it? Leonardo and DiCaprio. All of these Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of these are like different art it's movements. Great, catch me now. And in my, <laughs> in my stupid
1: non art brain. DiCaprio, that was. If that was a joke, that's one of the best jokes ever made. If that wasn't a joke, that's even funnier.
2: <laughs> me saying DiCaprio? <laughs> yeah. That was a joke. I know Leonardo DiCaprio, the actor, not Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, thank da Vinci. God for that. Oh,
1: yeah, all right, good. I'm not asking you. Give me credit where it's due. I'm, I'm not
2: funny because I'm thick. I'm
1: funny because I'm funny. It's mate. a fine line. I literally, I was talking to my therapist about this genuinely the other day. I was saying how when you play the fool, it's the most frustrating thing. The most frustrating thing is when people start getting in on the joke and they're like, yeah, you fucking idiot. And you're like, no, wait, no, 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 no. I'm joking, but you don't get to join in. That's bullshit. And then you have to like backpedal and say something clever. You're like, wait, whoa, no, 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 no.
2: Yeah. I love playing the full though, it's hilarious. And in my stupid full art, non. don't understand art brain, I just fit it into like movies. Artistic movements are like genres of movies action, comedy, drama, horror, whatever it might be. And it's. Like, an art style that is driven behind it, like, driving it along is like codes and conventions that make it kind of recognisable as a particular style or particular artists really get involved in that kind of movement. But what's the best and for what reasons? Well, I haven't got a fucking clue. So, the only art movement I care about, obviously, is scoring banging goals. But that's why I've brought in you two experts, you two absolute artistic demons, to convince me what is the greatest art movement of all time, who actually wants to go first? I will. Sebek? I'll let you go first. It's your birthday.
1: Thank you very much. I mean, I don't know if it might actually. But, Vinny, be... you
2: are my best friend, so you technically outrank.
0: Art means a lot of things to a lot
2: of people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <I> mean... <laughs> are you timing me? What's going on here? No, no, God's up. Right. Here's the thing. This is by far and away one of the most difficult concepts, isn't it? Because A, what even is art? Who fucking knows? There's a lot of debate about that. What's an art movement? Two questions at the very beating heart of this episode, and yet inherently frustrated. Um, to me, I had to think, and I thought, well, art in itself... I guess, is a form of expression. That's what I think of it. is expressing yourself mm. visually or through any kind of medium. Verbal. Ob- verbal expression, physical expression, artistic expression. I feel like any kind of expression becomes art. Obviously, we said previously that we weren't going to talk about interpretive dance or anything like that. This was kind of more traditional forms of art paintings and shit paintings and shit
0: sculptures paintings <laughs> pictures
1: sculptures and things like that um however it kind of gets to this point where the trouble is is like if you start judging art you start to kind of judge people's quite a deep rooted version of it. like it's quite like it i always think it takes a lot to just put something out there i feel like everyone has a right to say what they want to say and obviously if you then start to criticize someone's art or the art movement you're kind of starting to criticize like them as a person a little bit and I feel like it's one thing to criticize technique but because an art movement is kind of like you said earlier it's like a chosen set of codes or traditions mm. or uh, uh it's it's philosophy. about philosophy It's a chosen, it's basically what. If art is expression, then an art movement is either a choice on what to express or how to express it or both. So you're either Mm. saying, I think we should all talk about this one topic, and that becomes its own art movement. Like, for instance, like the punk movement, that's an art movement of itself. And that is like, uh, that doesn't have a specific it does have a style to a degree but it's not about doing everything in one way but it's about saying something as a collective and that's a movement or you take a certain type of painting or something like post-impressionism and you say well that is that's a, a group of people choosing how to express their own personal expressions and it just feels a bit harsh to take one of them things and say Oh, that's not as good as this because, you know, you're thinking wrong. Like the thing that you're trying to yeah. express is worth less than the thing that they're trying to express. So like that's kind of like.
2: Yeah, I think that's where you need to be careful. That's probably the that's probably like yeah. So I would say you can be subjectively critical of art because you can yes. say I don't like this thing because it doesn't appeal to me. But it, yeah, I can yeah like objectively saying this is not worthwhile. Is
1: I think not that's good. Do you know kind what I mean? You, sh- yeah,
2: yeah, you can say I don't like that. I don't like that bucket thing because it doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. Yes, and that's fine to say. But to say it's not worthwhile, it shouldn't exist. Is probably not right because, you, like you said, it's his thing. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. Just don't watch it if you don't like it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And and I also think like you. I mean, that means to get really deep, like you don't know what that bucket thing represents, represents to him and and it might it might just be like i you know i'm quite a cynical person i've seen it done i've seen people do that kind of art for art's sake we've had this conversation before where like i do think that one of the things that's gone a bit wonky and puts people off engaging with art is this kind of art specifically for artists i feel like vinnie you said that before like once a like everything is kind of destined to become a bit pretentious eventually because like people yeah. just start to like it starts to like cannibalize itself it's like a snake eating its own tail mm. where like i personally think art should be made for everyone and when you start making art that's just for artists and then all of the art currently being produced seems to be kind of questioning like what is art what's the See, sort I- of what
0: I think that's hypocritical. I don't think everything should be for everything. I think everything could be whatever it wants to be. I think art that's for everyone's true. sake, fair enough. But I I, I also respect art that I will never understand and only 20 people in this world will ever have any appreciate for. I think that's that's fair yeah, enough. Yeah, because
2: that is, to be fair, that is their expression thing, isn't well, it? Well, yeah. So I think it's funny, though. Sorry, the last thing, because we, it's weird how we do this with art. I was just thinking then, specifically, we do this about where we go, well, that art is object like shit. No one should pay attention to that, which is wrong. What we're saying is wrong. Yeah. But for some reason, we don't do that with like movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or any or any other form of anything. Like we we say, I don't like horror movies, but people do. So oh, never mind. We don't say, well, I horror movies are shit. They take no talent to make. They're boring. It's just jump scares. They just shouldn't exist. It's worth. It's worthless. It's not as good as high drama. People don't yeah, do that. They just go, I just don't yeah. like them. What? Well, but we don't do that with art. It's weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that is, that is like a, yeah, exactly. And I, so yeah, I kind of started really dwelling on that. And like this Mm. idea that I didn't really want to turn around and say, like, I don't think that someone else's thing is as good as someone else's and whatever. Mm,
2: Yeah.
1: And I started trying to find like, is there a form of art or an artistic movement that most represents that feeling within me that, that anyone choosing to express something in any way they choose to express it artistically is worthwhile. And I started thinking about like all them little things that give me joy when I see people expressing themselves that might not be traditionally thought of as art. So, for instance, like this is a really random example, but like football tifos, like mm. one of their massive banners that people put up in stadiums, and it's like a seven hundred fucking foot—well, seven hundred foot—that'd be well eyed but it's like, like uh, a hundred like, foot
2: picture of Jurgen Klopp's face at Borussia Dortmund.
1: Exactly, exactly. Or like, yeah, it's like a fucking hundred foot... I'll be one at
2: Anfield in 19th of May,
1: mate. Fucking Jürgen <laughs> But this is the thing, but like that yeah. in, in itself gives me like, I get this like warm feeling from that mm. that I kind of don't get from a lot of other forms of art because it's like the purest form of expression. It's like, I love fucking, I fucking love Jürgen Klopp. I want to say thank you to him for giving me this joy how mm. do i do it all right i'm gonna put all this time and effort into making this massive thing i'm gonna pour my heart and soul into it and then we're just gonna make it and it's gonna be huge and he's gonna see it and it's gonna be this big expression of my joy and love for that person yeah and i i love that kind of stuff
0: i think what makes tifo so cool is that it's not just one guy it's 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 the whole it's the like whole group. bank yeah. of that stadium. It's the whole like yeah. side of the stadium. It's the whole like ultras that all design that together. Like the well, whole club, like, 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 effectively. It's I'll a community it exactly project. Yeah. It's a whole exactly. thing, which is what makes it so cool.
1: And that's why I started looking into the sort of art that represents a culture, like like art, the kind of art that represents like a culture. Whether that's a Uh, like a tribal culture or just a a culture of movement, like a a culture of music or a culture of sport or a culture of like just a group of people who live in a certain area or a truck, like Mm. any of these different things. And I found my way to this art movement called folk art. And folk art is art that is made from objects which have utility normally. And what that means is, is effectively all art created by just people. And it's that kind of intangible feeling of when something that kind of used to just be a craft, that used to just be like something people made for the because it needed to be made, becomes starts to verge over onto being an art form of itself. Like, for instance, the oh, first I TIFO see, yeah. probably was just a big banner that said, we fucking love Jurgen Klopp or whatever, and it's just got writing on it. And then at some point, someone goes, oh, we should do a picture. And then it becomes more and more involved and gets its own sense of community and its own sort of artistic passion until it becomes its own form of art. Like knitting. Like knitting, exactly like that. That's a perfect example. People
2: just used to knit shit because they were like, they were like, mate, I'm cold, need a fucking jumper. Knit one up. Now, no one knits needs to knit a jumper anymore, but bare Grannies are and- knitting. <laughs> No no but it's true. <laughs> They're knitting like patterns to like look cool, to like cool yeah. decorations. They're now making it artistic and expressing their personality through this little craft that
1: was started out of necessity. Exactly that. And that is my favorite kind of art and that is folk art. And effectively folk art like I said is art that is generally not always made from objects that had some tradi- originally had some form of utility and then over time developed a kind of culture and a mode of expression because those objects were being used a lot. People started to express themselves through those objects and then they became their own form of art. And that in itself is folk art. And Folk what... as in folk? Yeah, folk as in like folk music. F-O-L-K. Yeah, folk yeah. art. Um, And... What I really enjoy about this idea of folk art is that it does exactly what I was saying earlier, where instead of instead of taking away the merit of anyone else's by saying it's good, mm. you are by default giving credit to every form of artistic expression, whether that is someone who is you know an example of this would be um i don't know if you've ever seen like the really decorative trucks in like southeast asia and stuff like that
2: yeah 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 that is like lorries of like the crazy they have like carpets on them and all crazy ass shit and neon exactly
1: and some of them are so well done not well done but have so much effort put into them And they are genuinely painted on to the point where Mm. it's like a fine art. Like someone is sat there with a paint and an easel and a a fucking what them things called where you've got the palette and you're like painting it. And they are painting a work of art on this truck. And that has worth. But it also goes right down to fucking, I don't know, some geezer who just really likes making spoons. And he just makes really decorative (laughs) spoons. And that's his thing. And that's his way of artistically expressing himself. That's cool. I like that. And I really, really enjoy it. And I think it represents, rather than sub, like, rather than pushing away any form of art, like I said, it accepts all of them. And I think it probably, what well, it does, it applies to every culture on earth. Every mm. single culture you can think of has some form of folk art, whatever that may be. And what I really enjoy about it is, while I don't have, while the things that I find enjoyable might mm. not be the same things you find enjoyable there is probably or i would say almost certainly a kind of folk art that we all enjoy my personal fucking I, it is i used to think of it as a bit of a guilty pleasure but i'm more just i just it's just something i enjoy i fucking love modified cars i don't know why they just make me smile they make me laugh there's something like mod- about everyone,
2: everyone likes modified cars there's
1: something about watching some <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, you don't get it. But from my (laughs) perspective, I love watching someone who's taken this object that was purely for utility. It was just a fucking car, an A to B, especially like in modified car culture, where it's normally just like a literal runabout. Like, it's not some supercar. It's a car that was designed to get your shopping from the The shops to your house. And just by investing time and effort and your hard-earned money, you create this thing that is completely impractical and obnoxious and loud and silly. And it just makes me smile. Like when I see someone, I literally, every time I'm in the street, you'll see like some fucking Honda Civic that can't get over a fucking speed bump. And there's a million people staring at them tight And it just no, makes, me, it just makes me yeah. smile because it's just mm. expression. It's just, I've got this thing and I'm making it express. I've turned it from something that was just a utility into something that makes me happy. And I feel like there's a million different ways of doing that. And that could include fucking, I don't know, people who are just obsessed with Pokemon and they decide to just make a bunch of fucking Pokemon fan fiction. I've Doesn't... got a
2: bit of that. I've got a bit of that, yeah. Right, actually, right here.
1: Let me see. Oh, yeah? Exactly. Yeah, there it it's is. A, the big penis. It's a, a giant wooden penis. Now, Give that...
2: Right to the fans. It's been <laughs> varnished. It's about... That big. Hey, it's fucking That's... whopping. It's very smooth. <laughs> you could... You would not get a splinter off this. No. All right. Although you've so tried. Don't so don't worry about <laughs> it. It's very highly detailed, and it was made... Shout-outs to Tom's dad. Made this. Shout-outs to Tom's dad. On at one of his art exhibitions. It was the biggest one he had.
0: At Tom's underscore, underscore dad...
2: Yeah. Um, find them on
0: twitter yeah. and instagram link in the
1: bio, <laughs> um, link in the bio um, <laughs> for giant wooden penises
2: but yeah like that but is... the biggest one so you can have it what what Se- seb
0: i what 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 is folk art i still don't really know what it is you've said it's sort of anything it sounds like it's anything
1: it's not anything that it it kind of is but it, it does Have a specific kind of. There is stuff that is and stuff that isn't folk art. So I'll just read the definition.
0: So I've got, I've got, because I've been looking on Wikipedia, and it just says folk art covers all forms of visual art made in the context of folk culture.
1: So to me, and this is kind of the one I was going off, is it's a traditional or traditional decorative form of a utilitarian object that has come to represent a people or society. So I would say, for instance, basket weaving is a folk art. It's one of those things right. that started off as a utility. It was just designed to make a basket and then you took it and you it allowed you to represent who you are as a person. Now and you can make
2: all sorts of, like knit, yeah, knitting, knitting, car modifying. Car modifying. Kind of stuff, yeah.
1: There's some stuff which is on the edge. Like, for instance, I would say tattooing is kind of... A grey area, because while it is a very traditional and very, like, working class art of the people, it doesn't really have a utility. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't have a
2: utility other than it being decorative. I think that's kind of where it comes in. Like, basket weaving was necessary because people needed to carry shit. But then they were like, well, let's make nice ones that just look nice. They have no utility anymore.
1: But then the other... I guess the other argument for something like tattooing is that folk art is decorative, turning something with utility into something decorative. And Mm. is there anything with more utility than your own body? Like for instance, if you were to decorate your home in a specific style, that is in itself folk art. I would say I was going to get to this in a minute, but I would say you could follow the track of folk art right back to the first people who decided to decorate their spears to represent their their specific tribe or decorate their cave in a certain way because that's how we do it and that's where we how we define our people now obviously like but, surely, is on the-
0: but surely not anything in your house that's decorative is folk art just but the fact that it's in something that is utilitarian i.e a house just because like if you have a painting up a painting in a house doesn't make it folk art just because it's in a house surely no, no it doesn't yeah, i, I no. don't think
2: yeah i, so think I don't know if I buy that. and Tattooing, I wouldn't class as because like the I don't think it's the utility of the body, the utility of the thing. Like a tattoo gun and tattooing, it's only utility is to tattoo. It's not like people used to tattoo themselves because it was necessary, and then everyone was like, "Oh, this thing's quite cool for this specific job we do. Let's turn this into making pictures on people." That is, yeah, no, you kind of not it. Yeah, you
1: are right. Like tattoos aren't it, and I actually think the cave painting thing is a bad example, but. The, like, for instance, taking a spear and turning that into a decorative object. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, right. like,
2: and then saying, I'm not going to throw this one anymore. I'm just going to hang this one up and make it look Yeah, cool. exactly. And I'll give or, one to my mate, Ugh. yeah, or,
1: or you keep using it, but you have decorated it to represent you yeah. while you use it. Like, for instance, those guys in Southeast Asia who decorate their trucks... They're still using those objects, but they've decided to make something of it. I guess the ultimate and probably the oldest example I could think of is something like a decorative bowl. Like, you had a bowl, it was just for eating out of, and then someone went, would it be cool if we just put some lines on it? Those lines don't do anything, they don't add anything, they're just there to be decorative. Mm. But over time, you might say, well, we're the... As a culture, my tribe, we do these kind of lines and all our pots look the same and this pot is my way of expressing myself even though when it first started, it was just something to eat my all gruel out All are the same
2: of. regardless of culture. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Mm. And I just love the idea of creating beauty and art out of something with utility and creating beauty and art out of the everyday life. And I think that in truth... I think folk art probably stretches back for as long as we have had the idea of, oh, I'd be cool if I could make my thing look better. Like, oh, I wish my spear had a feather on it. You you know, that'd be cooler than just a spear, wouldn't it? If I just tied a feather on it, that'd be wicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And it will keep stretching until we're fucking decorating the microchips in our brain. Like, I don't fucking... <laughs> it will never end. Like, take fucking... My computer, my computer is an object of utility. It does nothing. The big flashing lights and the glass panels and the fucking water cooler and all that shit don't do anything, Mm. but they're just there to to make it better.
2: To represent that you fucking nerd love computers. I'm a nerd.
1: And that is my pitch. I think folk art is the greatest art movement of all time because it represents the people. It represents taking something that you use and just purely expressing yourself it is the Mm. purest form of expression it's the oldest form of expression and therefore i think it is the most all-encompassing and therefore the best
2: nice i like it i know yeah i i do like that i like making shit um so i like yeah i like doing woodwork and i've got all sorts of tools and stuff here so i like taking stuff and making it look as good as possible but i totally get the whole like something has a utility and then you, it evolves beyond that to represent your culture. Like the trucks in like Thailand and these kind of places, they, there are those same trucks all over the world, but only in that particular place. Yeah, exactly. Like that. And then you have like the American trucks, like they spray paint all crazy stuff on them. Yeah. And then you have like, in Britain, we do things slightly differently. We get our trucks that only have a utility and we get a bit bored and we call them like gritty face and all this kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I I totally understand the concept of it, which is good because for a dumbass like me, it, it takes me it might take me a minute to understand the concept of what you're talking about, but I do understand it, um, and Woo. I do think it's cool. I do like it.
1: Well, thank you very much.
2: So that's a great cool. shout. That is a great shout. Um, we'll have to see what vinny has got, but you've you've done a good job, Seb. Thank you very much. Um, now for the quiz, for the quiz, for the quiz, for the middle quiz bit. time. The little bit that we do in between the two présentations. Now, this is normally a quiz centered around the topic we are discussing. <laughs> We're not doing it on XG again, are we? <laughs> However, because I don't know anything about art, like proper art, I like honestly, right. I could not do a fucking quiz about proper what is proper art. But as we said, art is all about expression, Seb. I'm so glad mm. you went first. So I have got a quiz, two rounds, of stuff that I consider art. right? Okay. okay. And they're just easy okay. questions. These are all very easy questions. It's just for a laugh, all right? So don't shout at me because it's not about, like, art. I think this shit's art. So, Vinny. <laughs> okay. You can go first. Thank you. First question of section one. You can guess the subjects of each <laughs> section like, when I go. It's like
0: a fucking GCSE paper. First question, section one, part A, <laughs> yeah. I. I. You <laughs> have to guess out. the topic. I don't revise
2: all this shit. <laughs> Who, uh, Vinnie? Here's your first question. Who yeah. was the youngest player to score 100 Premier League goals? <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> is it all just going to be football stats? For fuck's no. sake! No, it's not all football
0: okay. stats. Okay, okay. So it's just a random quiz of random things you like. Okay, no, there's okay. two sections. So there's this.
2: there's four questions in each section. So you got okay. two two questions each for each section, and then both questions have a theme.
0: Who is the youngest player to score 100 goals in the Premier League?
2: Yeah, 100 Premier. Who was the youngest player to score 100 Premier League goals? So when they scored 100, they were a certain age. They were that's the youngest age anyone's done it.
0: Ooh, um, ooh, 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 ooh. That is a good question. I'm trying to think of people who basically played in the Premier League the longest. I'm gonna go Wazza, Wayne Rooney, just because he he played I mean, him, the shout. Prem since he was that like sixteen. That is a good
2: shout. That is a good shout. Um, it is unfortunately wrong. Is mm. The answer, no, Theo Walcott didn't score hundred Premier League goals. The answer I thought was obvious. It was Michael Owen. Ah. Uh. Ah, uh, yeah. Fair oh, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. He was just banging them in at a fair young enough. age. Yeah. Um, Seb, yes. question, First question for you. As well as Messer, uh, so <laughs> which Arsenal player was oh, also a World Cup winner in 2014? I know. <laughs> I know too. Yeah, <laughs> I know you these, know. You honestly, the in front these of are you. <laughs> these are quite easy questions. I didn't make this like who was fucking Beth Means, actually. I tried to make them quite straightforwards.
1: I don't. I don't. I can't think of. It. So who I was don't... in the
2: Arsenal squad and German who won the World Cup in twenty fourteen?
1: It's not. I mean,
2: and it's not Messeritzel because he's the other one.
1: Is it defender?
2: I'm not giving you clues.
1: Oh know Podolski was fucking uh, Polish, wasn't he? Um fuck i don't i can't even think of a german arsenal player um
2: kai Podolsky was german but he wasn't um he wasn't oh, was in he? the squad at that time
1: yeah oh, <laughs> oh i should have just said Podolsky, at least i would have got some of it right uh, ah, right. I, yeah i, I literally <laughs> can I cannot us? think of. A, i just keep wanting to say per mertesacker but i, I don't can i steal is that, that right is it mertesacker
2: Yes, it is Per Mersaka. Okay. <laughs> well oh, God. Set. I no, don't know not.
0: where I
1: dragged <laughs> that from. I like pulled uh, yes, that out is. of my
2: brain. It's
0: must- It's Mustafi.
2: No, it's not. It's Per Mertesacker.
0: Mustafi won the World Cup in 2014.
2: But what, he wasn't playing for Arsenal. He must have moved in oh, the Oh, at the
0: same time he was playing for Arsenal. Yes. Sorry, 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 yes. sorry. Ah, nice. Well done.
2: As well as Massa Urchel, which Arsenal player was also a World Cup winner in 2014? Can't believe I pulled that okay, out of okay. my ass. I literally... You did. Nice. That was, yeah, I yeah, can't believe I pulled that out. Yeah. Um, Vinny, Manchester United broke the British transfer record in 2016 on which player? Uh,
0: Paul Pogba.
1: Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba
2: was the right answer. I thought it might catch people out because people think sometimes Di Maria, but... Pogba is the correct answer. Okay, Seb. I love last the question. idea that
1: you're like people think sometimes. De Maria. No one is thinking about these things.
2: <laughs> yeah, I well,
0: uh, I, I didn't think De Maria in a million years. I, I think about these things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Seb, last question yes. of section number one: Who has scored the fastest hat trick in Premier League history?
0: So it's just all Premier League in the first um... section.
1: <laughs> fuck's sakes
0: yeah it kind of was Yeah,
2: <laughs> I hate this quiz
1: <laughs> is, it, is it Ian Wright
2: are you locking that in yeah not Ian Wright what was, so? what was the question again sorry who scored the fastest hat trick in Premier League history oh Sadio Mane Vinny I'm going to have to give you another point it was Sadio Mane that's correct yeah, when Southampton. That? 2 South minutes Hampton, 46 man. seconds I believe
0: Because it was a two minute 46 second hat trick. Like, have you not seen it? It's insane. I might be wrong, but it's fucking (laughs) insane. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's insane. Just imagine that. The whole clip from when he scores the first goal to them kick off twice and scoring the third goal is two and a half minutes long, also. That's nuts. It is nuts. Oh, no, I need to write a little V there because Vinny is on two points. Right. Sebek, over to you. Section two. There's a new theme. Is it going to be Syria? No, it's not football. In 2015, the first six video games were inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame. Four of these were Pong, Tetris, Pac Man, and Super Mario Brothers. Can you name the other two? The other two? Okay, I'll give you one of them. One of them was the uh, the fifth one was Doom. Can you name the sixth one? So what? What name all five of them again? Pong, Tetris. Pac-Man, Super Mario Brothers, and Doom. And there was one more inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2015. I was going to make you guess all of Wolfenstein, them, but... Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein. <laughs> incorrect. If it's not Club Penguin, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Vinny, I can't believe you didn't get this. It's no, no,
0: no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. Let me, oh, me guess. Uh, did you say it? Yeah. What did you say? Did you say Lara Croft? No, no, no. Oh, um... Yeah, let me guess then. <laughs> you okay, can work it.
1: it out from that, I think.
0: Uh, <laughs> fucking, the problem is there's like more than 20 games. Is there? No, I might have to, I might have to stat check that. I might have to Angry words words. Get back, check.
1: Hang on, Fortnite. Say Fortnite, but It's got to be Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> FIFA. Um, <laughs> which
0: one? Mm. Minecraft. <laughs>
1: um.
0: Subway Surfers. Oh. Is, was it a Nintendo game? No. Oh, uh, yeah, I fucking, I don't know. Um. Wow. Old school RuneScape. I don't know. It was
2: wow. It was wow. It was wow. Yeah. Oh, why?
1: Wow.
2: I well, I don't know. They are the ones that what, I know. I thought it was quite interesting. Yeah.
1: Um you were gonna try and make us name all six.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I the other ones I get, like, and they're all they're all like ones, yeah. really old school games that sold like millions and millions of copies. Like t- Tetris, I yeah. I don't th- I don't know if Tetris is still the most sold game. I think maybe like PUBG might be or Fortnite no. or something, but it was Minecraft sort of like is. Yeah, or even Minecraft. Yeah, but it was for like years and years and
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But like, wow. I mean, like, yeah, it's the most popular MMO. But like, really?
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 I know. Um, okay, so that is Vinny. You're still on two Seb, you are on one point. Uh, Vinny, your next question: What is the name of the brother of Solid Snake?
0: Who? I never played these games. Um...
2: I'm going to give you a solid clue. Steak. Solid snake. I'm going to give you a clue. You should be able to work this out. <laughs> when I I'll... tell you, you're going to be like, "That's where that reference comes from." Fuck. <laughs> okay. What is
1: Solid Snake? Who Metal is the? Gear br- what's
2: the What's the brother of Solid Snake called?
0: Was are you giving me a clue or? That was no
2: the, was the clue. You should you you. Be... Solid Snake. <laughs> solid.
0: Liquid snake. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> oh, so that's a liquid Chris comes from Yes, is what I'm saying. Oh, uh, well, I always wondered why they call them
2: liquid. There's liquid Chris. the fucking light bulb. Uh, I know, dude. I read that. I was like, no way. I'm. I'm that's great. Liquid solid great. snake. Liquid snake. Liquid Chris Yeah, that is where that comes from. Damn. Yeah. There you go. So, before you hate this quiz, Vinnie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a terrible quiz, but I'm enjoying it.
2: <laughs> yeah, well. Now that I'm That's winning, the I'm podcast. enjoying it. <laughs> that
0: is That's a podcast. All
1: my expression, It's expression, bro. It's a terrible podcast, but I'm enjoying it. That's yeah, why, yeah. what I hope it. most yeah. people think about this show. Yeah. Um
2: <laughs> Seb. Yeah. You better fucking get this one right. This is such an easy one. Vinny, don't even make a facial expression. Which Pokemon is listed as number one in the Pokedex?
1: I, I don't know. I mean... On, but mate. But... Is it begin with? Is it done alphabetically? No.
2: Diglett. <laughs> yeah, Diglett. It's Diglett's Diglett, number one. <laughs> 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 not
1: Diglett. All right, let me have another go. Uh, is it one of the starter Pokemon you get on Pokemon Red? Uh, Squirtle.
2: Ah. Bulbasaur, mate. It
1: oh, was it's going to Bul- say fucking Bulbasaur. It was fucking Bulbasaur.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: You should have said, knew- you should have said um, who was the first Pokemon. Because technically there's like four different answers, isn't there? Yeah,
2: because everyone says like Rhydon. People say Rhydon Bulbasaur. Rhydon was
0: the f- first ever Pokemon ever made. Bulbasaur's yeah. number one in the Pokedex. Then
2: like Mew yeah. is the first one. And then Arceus was also the first one. I don't know. He's like the really guard one. There's like the lore yeah. ones. Then there's what was the one that was actually created. And then there's which one's number eight gets fucking yeah, taken. Prepared. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Seb... You actually can't win the quiz now. Um, Let's go on. You though. can, you can, you can smash him 4 one with a with a right answer here. Although I know you know the answer to this question.
0: <laughs> what about the other one? What about the other question? Is there another one?
2: No, this is the last question, and I know. for I just a give fact it to me. Just give the it to answer. me.
1: Hang on, you didn't do a tiebreaker. What kind of unprofessional outfit is this?
2: Well, I thought when I'm eight, eight you three, questions would be enough to split them up. When I'm being you
0: through you you don't need a tiebreaker. Yeah, <laughs> Vinny, you are
1: 100% going to get this, but let, <laughs> maybe
2: let's see if Seb can get it, because if, if, I, I know for a fact you know it. Okay, um, I'll, I'll hold my mouth if I know it. The PlayStation was developed after an aborted deal with Sony and which other company to create a CD-based console. So Sony were collaborating with a particular company, but that deal went down the pan, so then they created the PlayStation. But I've originally, the PlayStation was going to be created by Sony and... Yeah, I know what this is. What What are you saying, Seb?
1: McDonald's.
2: <laughs> McDonald's? <laughs>
1: are you fucking... <laughs> Mum,
2: can I get Happy Meal this month? Why? What's the price? It's a fucking PlayStation. <laughs> it's a play. Oh, get free.
1: <laughs> no, um... Playstations don't come in Happy Meal, Seb. <laughs> I know, but you know, it's like... Hang on, let me have a think. Uh, I mean... Uh, oh! Uh, uh, <laughs> Sega?
2: Oh, it was Nintendo. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Nintendo and Sony were trying to make a CD-based console. Nintendo pulled out of the deal, and then Sony were like, oh, fuck it, we'll do it then, and made the PlayStation. That's how the PlayStation was born. After that incredibly riveting artistic quiz by me, Mork, thank you, Um. Vinny, how do you celebrate your victory over Seb? Uh, by,
0: <clears throat> by dunking on him with my incredible speech on art movements well, on his birthday.
2: I would love to hear you talk about art and shit for 15 bet, plus minutes. I bet you would. So, <laughs> let's go. I actually would, so yeah, go on then. Okay, um, art means
0: a lot of things to a lot of different people. Religions have long since used the beauty of sculptures and paintings to bring people closer to their gods. Just look at the Sistine Chapel, for example. By the way, when I was looking this up, I thought it was the 16th Chapel. Let's move on from that.
2: Even I knew it wasn't the 16th chapel.
1: You thought it was the 16th chapel. I
0: thought there were like 15 other chapels, and this was like the big one.
2: I think we discussed this in Goat Painter Decorator. I think
1: think we did. I think I I forgot.
0: I forgot again that it wasn't the 16th. chapel you forgot
1: again. You can't forget twice. That's ridiculous. The whole point of this podcast is to
2: educate people. We didn't even manage to educate ourselves. It's the six. It's because I.
0: Yeah. The 16th chapel. Anyway, just look at the Sistine Chapel for example. Others have used art for more selfish reasons, however, like an 18th century nobleman paying an artist to capture their good side on a canvas just so that their legacy can live on longer than they can. However, art can be used for much greater things, in my opinion. So this is why I actually kind of disagree with what you said earlier, Sebek, when you said... You can't, you, you can't really say one art movement's better than the other because this one, my okay. my one you, is is it has a positive impact. It's not just it looks nice.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Voice was disrespectful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, happy birthday, Seb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Keep forgetting. I keep forgetting to be nice. <laughs> so that's why today I'll be telling you, Michael and listener, yeah. why I believe that and street. Ben. Art. Yeah, right.
1: What, again, I've been missed. Why, why am I not involved?
0: Well, your opinion doesn't matter. Well, true. Cause true. It,
1: it's because you're
0: the right, other guy. It's it's not, I'm not you thinking at you. It's just because you're the other I'm guy. I don't have to convince you. I don't have to convince I'm gonna go you. I'm
1: going to go and fucking kill myself and then write my letter to my two acquaintances. <laughs> <laughs> my well, suicide you... note. So you, you need to put it in reasons. the right postbox,
2: because otherwise I'm not going to read it. Vinny, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> what was... I, I didn't even hear what his big reveal was.
0: Anyway, so that's why today I'll be telling you all why I believe that street art is Ooh. the most... is the greatest art movement of all time.
2: That's, a, that's Banksy and shit.
0: Okay, this doesn't have much of a transition, so I'm just going to go straight into it. 16 years after the fall of Nazi Germany... <laughs> Berlin. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, I haven't... I I, I I wrote all of this out and I didn't even read it back so it might be really bad. <laughs> okay.
1: that's, the, that's the equivalent. That was the podcast equivalent of someone opening the curtains on a really bright day when you're in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's Nazi Germany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Street art is the most beautiful art in
2: Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <hell. laughs>
0: Basically, okay, so I kind of wrote my script in the sense that I've got, like, kind of one or two points. Mm. But instead of me just saying those points over and over again, I've got, like, a, a good three sort of chunks that kind of, what's the word, back up my point And, like, mm. this is why I this point is good kind of thing. Right. Let's so, just hear
2: it. Let's just go for it. I don't care. Just not, just boom. <laughs> boom. Boom. 16,
0: 16 years after the fall of Nazi Germany. Mm -hmm. Berlin was a city split in two. The Soviets, not wanting its citizens to flee to the western side, erected a wall that spanned and enclosed the entirety of East Berlin, cutting off friends, families and communities who were once a stone's throw away from being able to contact each other. The people lucky enough to be on the west side did not stand idly by whilst this happened. They began painting their side of the wall to reflect the emotions and the stance they had on this destruction of freedom. Artists used this once physical representation of division as a blank canvas for them to protest their own ideals of individuality and a stance against the machine that was the Soviet Union. Decades later, after pressure from the East German people became too much, the Berlin Wall was finally torn down. And as communities were finally allowed to merge once again, a strange thing occurred. Artists kept on using the now defunct wall as their personal open-air gallery, showcasing oh. their protests to the world. How Much long was the
2: Berlin Wall up for, sorry?
0: 28, year, 28 years. It was 1961 to
2: 1989. So, like, 28 years. Fucking hell. I just... Sorry to go off. So I Over think 100 the, people I, died the, trying to cross the it. The Berlin Wall that time. is mad. Like, I c- still can't get my head around it that it was, like, a real thing. And, like, everyone just... Not got on with it, but they kind of did. Like West Germany and East Germany just set up. They just like we're one. All of a sudden, you're one country, and then you're just two, and you just go, well, yeah. we'll just set up different football teams then, like that kind of stuff. Like, well, <laughs> this is it. Like yeah. it's crazy that that was just there for like thirty years. They were just like, well, it's what it is. There's a big, you know.
0: The really strange thing is that Berlin is in East Germany. Like when it was mm. West and East Germany, yeah, yeah. it was like halfway through East Germany. So you, to get to Western Berlin, you had to go through East Germany, which is. Kind of wild to me.
2: It is crazy. It's crazy they just went, fucking build a wall, right, use Lotter over there, use Lotter over there, fucking shut up and get on with it. Crazy. It's mad. It's mad.
0: Well, much of the murals that you can see on the Berlin Wall today, especially the famous fraternal kiss picture, which you may have seen, which is basically an image depicting a Soviet leader and the then East German president kissing, uh, open mouth kissing. All of these murals were painted just that a year happen, that after its fall. No, yeah,
1: it did. Just... It did. There's a picture wait. of
2: it.
0: Wait, the, the the wait, it actually happened.
2: What? Yeah, what? I, th- I, th- I didn't what? see a black and white picture of it. The fraternal kiss.
0: Yeah, isn't it just a?
1: No, it seems like they accidentally like accidentally did kiss on the mouth.
0: Oh shit! You're right. Actually, I didn't know that. Okay. Shit, cool. Anyway, <laughs> and someone made a damn nice painting of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, sweet,
0: sweet dude. <laughs> cool. I didn't know that. You learn it. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so there. All of these murals that you can see today were basically just painted just a year after its fall, and they stay to this day in present day as a reminder as to how the population felt and still feel about the horrors which took place for nearly 30 years. Mm. Street art has always had this connection with protesting or with getting an important mes- message across to the masses. Some of the most popular artists in the postmodern era have been street artists, like Banksy, for example. Yeah. Jean-Michel Basquiat is probably... Probably my second favourite artist of all time. Uh, Van Gogh is the number one in my heart. Mm. But Jean-Michel, if you don't know, he was a black American who lived in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He first achieved notoriety in the late 70s as part of a graffiti duo named Samo. As his fame grew, his art evolved from purely graffiti-based to the canvas, where he would combine his political ideas of wealth versus poverty and integration versus segregation with the stunning visuals of traditional African art, which is, yeah, that's, mm, that's I guess, kind cool. of folky art in a way, African folky art. Him growing up as a black American gave him, him, gave him his own unique perspective on these political issues, which culminated in one of his masterpieces, Defacement, being painted in 1983. A piece which depicted the violent and brutal murder of a fellow black graffiti artist artist, a man by the name of Michael Stewart by the hands of the New York City police. Where have we heard this story before, by the way? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. The more things change, the more they stay the same.
2: Didn't General Shepard say that?
0: (laughs) No. General Shepard
2: says that in Modern Warfare 2.
0: It's just a saying.
2: The more things change, the more they stay the same.
0: <laughs> War. War never changes. War. War
2: is always changing. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They, there is some good quotes in those games where he's like, he's like, history is written by the victors. Well, we're not going to let this cunt write his own books and stuff like that. It's not, <laughs> he it's says not cunt. Actually, no, he doesn't actually say that. He says something really philosophical well, about how, cunt. like... History is written by the victors and stuff. It's really cool and philosophical. He doesn't say that, but it's quite good. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. totally off topic. <laughs> so
0: the death of Michael Stewart profoundly moved Jean-Michel. Michel. How do you pronounce it? Is it Jean? Do you know, do you know Seb? Is it Jean- Jean-Michel? I
1: Jean-Michel. thought it was Jean-Michel Basquet.
0: Jean-Michel. What, well, is it like kind of French? Yeah, I think so. Alright, I'll go with Jean Michel. So, <clears throat> the death of Michael Stewart by the hands of the New York City police profoundly moved Jean Michel, as he would tell his friends and family that quote, "It could have been me." He was literally, he was a black American graffiti artist, the a same as yeah. yeah, the same as um, Michael Stewart, and he was basically the reason why they they took him, you know, arrested and beat the shit out of him was because he was found graffitiing in the subway in new york city so like yeah Mm. it could have been him he used this unjust murder on a fellow creative as inspiration for his art piece and it still serves as a powerful protest against the racism of the american police force uh to this very day the the racism against wait it serves as a powerful protest against the racism of the american police force to this very day not
2: it's important to get those words the right yeah. way out right it <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> and all that. <laughs> so that you don't yeah. fucking support the wrong side there you've gotta what, fuck the police is what we're saying they're racist bastards that's quite yeah 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 that's yeah. what we're saying yeah we're saying. <laughs> just so we're all we're all on the same page
0: <laughs> taking things a bit further back a bit earlier I want to talk about brutalist architecture
2: <laughs> <All right. laughs> here we go there the cars right another the
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> Nazi <laughs> oh, Germany sure Brutalist the architecture. architecture Black men are getting beaten in the streets well, this, this, is, you know. this is what art's all about See <laughs> <laughs> You can tell I just wanted to talk about history here um, See after yeah. both world wars Had ended <laughs>
1: Oh my U- god
0: Europe, <laughs> Europe as a whole Was in a much different place than where it once was Decades prior The once immaculate and pristine buildings built by rich oligarchs, which littered all throughout Europe, started to be seen in a kind of different light by many of the citizens. They became these permanent reminders of the unfair wealth, which the powers that be lauded over their populations. Paired that with the fact that many of these buildings, you know, they had just been bombed to smithereens and people desperately needed new homes built pretty quickly. Brutalist architecture became the new popular thing. These new styled buildings were not only cheap and quick to make, but stood in complete contrast with the highly ornate and detailed and decorated buildings of old-fashioned, of of, of old, favoured by the elite classes. So much of the continent quickly became infested with these new high-rise Buildings and horrible grey cinder block monstrosities which mm-hmm. catered more to function than to form. Now, the problem is m- many decades later, Europe has modernized. Many places, many countries have more or less either abolished their monarchies or basically just made them pretty much powerless and just there for the tourists. So, the old resentment people felt. For these old fashioned, beautifully styled buildings, and the empires which funded them have kind of more or less disappeared. But do you know what hasn't disappeared? Yeah,
2: it's kind of been forgotten. Yeah.
0: Those fuck ugly grey blocks people call houses and offices. Those are still fucking here. Yeah, yeah. But, street art saves the day. Thanks to the ever-growing cultural appreciation of street art, a a movement once referred to as delinquent art, we now have incredible murals and depictions of actual beauty spread across these once-Soviet-looking skylines. Now, obviously, the city I live in, Bristol in the UK, that's no exception. If you go to the city centre, it is just completely filled with just all this like banksy. incredible street yeah, art graffiti Bristol-y? banksy obviously mm. came from bristol and that's all around mm. um and the local government actually does entice artists to paint and draw on all these buildings yeah yeah allowing they they don't
2: punish it do they they literally, no no, literally, no they like, they they allow yeah, it. They kind of encourage it yeah yeah
0: allowing artists to spread their wings across the architecture Street art is not just confined to the often elitist and snobby art exhibits where only the rich and the powerful may observe in person. It's an art movement which stands in complete defiance of the powers that be. It's forever been a tool for the people, of the people, for the people, to demonstrate not only their political and humanitarian beliefs to the world, but also their own ideals of beauty. In my opinion, it is the purest form of art, and maybe the only form which I could say has been nothing short of a positive impact on society, and that is, that is why I think street art is the GOAT. Oof.
2: Big, big oof.
0: Also, the I'm first meme, say. the first meme ever was street art. Was it? Do you know that, um, you might have
2: seen a picture of it, I forget what it's called, Called, but it, I love it how we quickly got I was just about to wrap up street art and talk about it and we just go, You know this me- meme and we got right, we're like, right, fuck it, we're gonna talk about memes for ten minutes, fuck it, gone. We'll get back to fuck street art, we'll get back to that in a minute. I can't remember <laughs> if
0: it was World War One or World War Two, but it's sprung up all over like Europe and stuff where people would paint the same thing and people say it's like considered the first ever meme. Um and it's like that picture of like some dude oh, peering above a wall that. with like a big nose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's street art essentially. That is literally is. Yeah. But yeah. Do you so know I what just, uh... I mean?
2: My fucking hate at the moment is that one. It's <laughs> any video you click on it and it's just, it just starts playing like ah, 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 ah. Oh, Like, like, like sex noise one. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my god! I go to the toilet. I sit on there. I'm like I'm Twitter. I'm like oh shit! What did Jürgen Klopp say? Click on it and it's just like. Screaming out of my phone, I'm like, for fuck, I'm on the toilet now. What are they thinking? That like, is quite funny though. <laughs> yeah. it's not though. It's like, not because I'm it's smiling, like a cheap trick. It. But it's not because it's, it's a yeah. cheap trick. It's funny. You, you, you can't not fall for it. It's not like you're not fucking stupid because you fell for it because it's a cheap trick. Because sometimes the video is like ten minutes long. So you're like, they can't. It can't. It you know. It just got. You click on it. It's just ah ah. ah and just
0: stop <laughs> <laughs> so I like a mixture of donkey and uh, creaking yeah, door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's um yeah it fucking pisses me off. Memes as art, I'm sorry, I'm not having it, because that one just ruins it for the rest of them. <laughs> it fucking pisses me
0: off. I should have just picked memes as like most powerful <laughs> art movement. <Pepe. laughs> yeah, oh, pepe pepe again. Again.
2: <laughs> Um The lost episode. But no, right. Talk to, like, like I said, we'll talk about let's stop talking about memes. Let's talk about fucking street art. Um Right. Yeah, big oof, because as you will recall, faithful listeners, fans of the show, if you go back through Goat's Law, you will know we did Goat Artist, where mm-hmm. Vincent chose, because they got the same name, Vincent Van Gogh. That's the only reason, of course, yeah. Yeah, and I chose, because we're both sick, Banksy, who is obviously, as Vane just said, pretty big in the street art community, I reckon. Pretty big in that community. He's of... up there, definitely. He's up there. He's a big he's name. He's
0: st- starting to make a name for himself. He's a breakthrough yeah. prospect.
2: He He's starting to make a name for himself. The thing, whole, no one knows who the fuck he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So, you know, obviously I like it. It's, it's my probably favourite form of art because it's the one, and like, you know, I am a... Arts for everyone. Well, if it's for everyone, it's for me as well. I'm fucking stupid with this stuff. So I don't look at things and go, wow, that is. I totally understand the incredible context around that. But I look at street art and go, bang, I get your message. It looks great. I love it. Like, it's easy. It's, for me, it's easy to digest. It makes a big point. They're normally about stuff I agree with because I feel like it's a, quite a social art. It's an art that kind of comes from. People being oppressed, maybe, or just Mm. that kind of, like, people in the, you know, Berlin Wall, they're putting art up there because they're like, fuck the regime. The um, guy in America, he's, he's spraying because he's like, fuck the police, you know. Banksy, all these people, they're always kind of, you know, like you said, about what's it called? Um, Architecture. Oh, brutalist architecture. Brutalist, yeah. They're spraying, like, fuck the system, all that kind of stuff. And I can get behind that. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm definitely a person for the people as well. So I absolutely love it, um, which is probably quite good for Finney in, <laughs> in this respect. Um, but... <laughs> but... But... I had never heard of what Seb was talking about. And I thought this was going to be the case. I'm glad that, because obviously I know about Street Art, but Seb spoke about saying that I didn't know anything about, which is great because I thought, oh, you know what? I'm hosting this one. I'm probably going to learn at least one thing, maybe two things, because I know so little about the subject. And Seb taught me something that sounds really cool. Like, I really like the idea of taking something that has a utility and then making it Expre- expressing through it and making it your own, and making
1: like it for things. instance, decorating a wall or a building to make it feel, you know, turn no, it's into a no. form of expression. Like that's turning something with utility into a form of art. In it,
2: no. As we discussed, we <laughs> don't. We, you agreed that we don't really think decorating is the right thing. The cave painting <laughs> example was a bad example. You accept <laughs> words. Yeah, right, <laughs> what I, what you know, I, thought, I just tried. Well it You played yourself. <laughs> 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 um, but no it, honestly it is really cool because I do like that like and I love I love something I actually think oh, you know what I consider this art is fine skills like mm. when Seb was talking about this thing I was thinking oh what like you know people who can like work in factories on these machines really quickly mm. I kind of can see the artistic value in that a mechanic who's really good at screwing in bolts and taking apart a gearbox to me that's an artistic skill if like not everyone can build a gearbox like it's incredibly difficult to do but to me, the art is kind of within the skill. So I really also resonate with Seb's pick, and I really do like it. I actually really, really like it. Yeah,
0: but that's not folk
2: art. That's just... That's like
0: just no, calling that's engineering not. art, which No, I no. Think, yeah, uh, yeah I, guess, I know that's not
2: art, but I know that's not folk art, but I, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I really like Seb's pick. But, but is the, the, another but. What Vinny was talking about was mad. You can't understate the power—the power of the graffiti of the spray art on like the fall of the Berlin Wall. There's—you can't really get bigger than that. That's massive, and it means like the enormity of that means so much for so many people. And it goes through history all the way back to Nazi Germany and the kind of start of that ripple effect. And the fact that when did it come down? The
0: eighties, nineties? Eighty nine. It was yeah. November 89.
2: And like World War Two kicked off in what? 1938?
0: Yeah. 1939,
2: 38, That's 99. That's a fucking huge amount of time for yeah, there it's still mad. to be all of those that whole knock on effect. Even today, like it's not really a thing today, but even today, people, there are still tiny ripples of World War Two throughout the world. There are. It was the biggest conflict in human history. And that art on that wall being permanently there, I'm so glad they didn't just fucking knock it down and just kept it there. It's like a permanent. Kept it as like a of nice
0: that. reminder. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And like a, it's like the ultimate expression of oppression. That's where you get the ultimate emotion. Like I think said what you're talking about was like, oh, I love Jurgen Klopp so much. I need to express that emotion so much. But that's a very, I love it too. But that is quite superficial because that's not your life's not dependent on that form mm. of expression. But when you're spraying the Berlin Wall, that is, imagine the emotion of like your life literally depends on it. This is all you fucking know and all everything to you on that. That is the ultimate, ultimate expression. And the guy in America who I can't remember his name Jean Michel Basquiat. I won't even try. Like, again, that's the ultimate form of expression. He's seen this guy get killed by police and he's like, I need to do, I need, like, this is so massive. This is going to be my mark. And so like, it's just crazy how big it is. And it touches so many people. And all the people who are like, oh, street art's just vandalism. Like, fuck off, basically, is what my response is. <laughs> because it's not, is it? How can you say it's vandalism when it's protesting, like, huge scale of oppression? It's not. So
1: just, how can you say it's vandalism when you're not even driving a van?
2: Exactly. Street art, for me, I think it's, it's got to be the go. Despite how much I love Seb's, and even on a personal level, I do really like it. It connects with me, and I'm glad I know about something else that connects with me. I think street art, just as a... Like Vinny said, on the scale of like touching humanity and like the impact that it has, can't be understated. And it's an art form that comes from that extreme oppression, that extreme need... It's a need to express yourself because you're not being heard. You're being oppressed so far that the need to express yourself and spray the Berlin Wall is greater than any repercussion or anything else. And I think that's got to be the greatest art movement.
0: There's a really good... um, Speaking of the Berlin Wall, sorry. There's a really, really cool picture of... um, uh, basically when the Berlin Wall was still up, I'm pretty sure. And you can see on the Western side, it's all just like super colorful with all these like murals, like crazy pictures mm. and paintings and stuff. I have the... seen
2: this. Yeah. yeah. And on the other mm. side it's
0: like the most barren Soviet l- looking wasteland like ever. And it's so like the the stark contrast, but it seemed like somewhere that's literally a hundred meters away is just insane. Like, yeah,
2: it's
1: yeah. It's mental.
2: Awkward. It is mental. And like when they were taking it down and people were like climbing over it and doing all this kind of stuff because weren't, I might be talking about my out my ass here, but weren't their families like literally segregated? Oh you? yeah, definitely. Yeah. like your brother might be he was on the other side when it got put up, or he lived over that, and now you that's it. You but can't don't
1: see him that. for twenty years, yeah,
2: thirty years, yeah. Like that's nuts.
1: That is nuts. That is wild. And yeah.
2: Street art just came from that place. I think it's evolved and evolved and it's changed and it's changed and it's done all this stuff. But I think it's. I don't think it's ever done bad things in the world. I think it's great and. It's a form of expression for the most oppressed people out there. So I'm going to say it's the greatest art movement of all time. I'm going to say it's the GOAT. Fair.
0: Nice. I'm glad you agree.
1: Speaking of the Berlin Wall and memes, can I send you a meme of... Of the the lamp from Pixar jumping, and then the Berlin Wall collapses.
2: <laughs> sure, I mean, you don't need to send it to me. I, that's a pretty vivid image. I can kind of, <laughs> can kind of get the gist of that. Yeah, nah, you sure. no,
1: let, let, let me send it to you. It's okay. just the best. It'll be in the WhatsApp. Um,
2: okay, listeners.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. I've got listeners, to... just listen to us watching this. But meme you did the the sound is what that. makes it. The sound is what makes it. If um, it's it's gonna be a sex meme. Of course, it's not going to be a sex. Are you yeah, if, you, Seb, if
2: you do this, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm actually. Uh, it's
1: not. No, of course it's not. Have you sent it? No, I'm logging into WhatsApp Web. It's a whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh right. we've got to scan
2: the QR code. Because I've got it. on my...
1: I've got, I found it. I found the the meme on my on like my PC, and now I can't get <laughs> nah, it yeah. get it over. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. But you do need the sound.
2: Right. Yeah, I'll put the sound on for the listeners. It better not be a sex noise, Seb. I will actually kill you. No,
1: it's not. You can see that. It's the fucking Pixar thing. It's not. It's Pixar sex noise, Vine. No, it's not. What do you mean? I
2: can't even hear it, and I know that it is. Why can't I hear it?
0: Right. Right. I'm just going to disconnect Sebek and kick him from the Discord.
1: Uh, no, God, that was a great <laughs> bit. If you'd played out loud,
0: that would have been hilarious. I did play
2: it. I played it on the VODs. The, the, the listeners will hear it. <laughs> you know oh, I'm so glad I didn't give you a win sir, because if you pull that fucking shit on me after that I'll be rescinding it
1: <laughs> oh it's worth a shot it didn't quite land as I wanted it to but, you know, <laughs> fucking
2: the thing is I couldn't hear it but when the video stops it shows you what the title is <laughs> does it? Uh, yeah it says Pixar Sex Noise Vine <laughs> <laughs> but I could hear your other whatsapp video I just couldn't hear that one but yeah there we go. I mean, I, I think that was a great episode. There was a lot of laughs, there was a lot of education. Both your presentations were fantastic. My opening speech about XG was a brilliant <laughs> piece of comedy and expression. Oh, that was uh, great art. The quiz art. was so on point about what it means to be art <laughs> and all that good stuff. But yeah, we man. had a blend of it all. So happy days um, I don't know what we're doing next week but if you enjoyed that hit subscribe listen to us next week we're doing something else it'll be same sort of thing probably less chat about football before Seb jumps Mate. through the computer and kills me
0: we're doing greatest uh. footballer of all time oh yes no, no 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 no. but we've actually got we've got a big one next week actually we've oh. got a big one feel feel free to to change it out if, if we're not ready for a big one next week but at, at the moment we've got Wote's Musical Grab Bag. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. So get ready for... Uh, to, to I remember
2: the... us putting that down. Oh, okay, that I is know. a good one.
0: still need to figure out who wants to do what on that.
2: Yeah, we can yeah. figure that out. That's, that's going to be a good one. We haven't done a grab bag for ages and we've never done a work grab bag. Yeah, that's true. So happy days for that one. Well, that's it. I've been Mork. Seb's been Seb. Happy birthday, Hello. Seb. Vinny's been Vinny Um, catch us next next time love you bye (laughs) love you bye.
1: bye